0: <laughs> yeah, Sorry. there's there's maybe you uh, yelling at me in the live crowd a few times. Derek, shut up. You know, I think there's a few like I, I think I exist. Oh, I mean, right. I wouldn't I would have to hunt for him. I'm I would bragging. It's not a, that, this isn't to shame you. I'm proud of those moments. You know, it felt really, really fun at the end of a, uh, you know, a night of multiple shows to, to have my buddy on stage trying to get his joke in and then he's like, get, shut up, you're stepping on my thing. It felt really funny. Like I liked taking that shit, you know?
1: Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called...
2: Stab. Welcome to Stab, fresh packed in ice and ready to drop ship to your next high class function. Let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist may be right. He's a fantastic comedian. It's Brett Stoltz. Our second panelist may be crazy. He's the producer of Body Posse Comedy. It's Derek Dozier. And our third panelist just may be the lunatic you're looking for. He's an amazing writer and performer. It's Nick Pettigrew. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones. Applied directly to the forehead. Thank you all for tuning in to Stab. (laughs) A little more than poke, a little less than impale. It's Stab. Let's meet tonight's panelists. Brett, hey there. I how's it going? Oh, I'm... it's perfectly fine. There's been zero to <laughs> complain about, right? I mean, ever, like, never, ever, ever. Uh, <laughs> uh, what have you been up to uh, since last we we done uh, locked gaze, Brett Stultz?
3: We uh, let's see. I finished my Fallout bunker. I've got that. Good, good. Um, Something everyone should be. We have a in. we have a an eating order in my family of who are gonna cannibalize first For once sure. the uh, the bombs start I mean, falling. It's just smart. Eh. Yeah, no, it's all good. So you know, uh, put an application in to be the new host of InfoWars. So mm-hmm. see how really? that goes. Yeah. You know, it's just gonna be good times.
2: Oh man, I can, <clears throat> I can scream. Why haven't I applied? Oh, <laughs> well, you could be the Richter to my O'Brien.
3: I'm down <laughs> with that. It's true.
2: Um, uh, I, you know what, uh, the uh, the nostalgia of. Uh, of a a nuclear apocalypse that that seems quaint now doesn't it Isn't that just uh, something very simple straightforward it's just there and and all that no no speed of light yeah
3: that would be good that'd be nice
2: instantaneous i mean if you're one of the lucky ones let's be honest the lucky uh now (sighs) it's uh now it's just constant suffering every day All right, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that bad. It is, it is tough to. Uh, we are in a world where we, we're caring as hard as we can constantly every day. And that's exhausting. But
0: mm-hmm. it's sort of what we got to do. <sighs> and uh, the yeah. pain of attempting to care is something I've been trying to solidify with my comedy. <laughs> I want that question of purpose uh, to exist, you know, with the, each joke. Let's yeah. do it. Let's dig into it, people.
2: Well, that's good. That's good that you've that you haven't had that beaten out of you yet. That's nice. That's nice to. <laughs> it's nice to hear. Uh, <laughs> um, Derek, hi there. You do a lot of stuff around here, and you're appreciated for it. Um, Thank you. At the moment, it's mostly body posi comedy. Um, that's been a lot of fun, you and you and Dan.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's such a fun way of um, focusing on letting people tell stories about like their experiences, either um, physically or racially. Like, that's kind of the shorthand I give comics that I book on the show is to uh, do, do they have some racial material or some material about their body or being gay or being trans that I don't think most people have heard. That little bit of perspective, I think, is so fun and kind of uh, allows the audience to just want to hear these comics tell stories, you know, um I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to play with it. It's been fun going from Zoom to outdoor live Maybe. comedy. No, Thanks for going on the journey.
2: Absolutely. And, no, it's been – obviously, it's been great. It's nice to have different perspectives different perspectives uh, said from the man uh, across from the three other bearded men. Uh, <laughs> I try, guys. I try. Can't always land the ladies. Uh, <laughs> sometimes you gotta book it uh, <laughs> but no uh, it's a great show, I love it a lot uh, I enjoy all the other stuff that, that we've done in the past as well, maybe bring some of those back, who knows we're gonna be repopulating the whole calendar um, I'm figuring for you guys for the lo- live folk and for the folk that might listen to this uh, show mid-October I don't know um, <laughs> that um uh, mm-hmm. We're gonna use September here to try and gear things back up, sort of, sort of run up to it. And for those that might know, over the last eight and a half, how is it? Eight? Are we eight and a half years old? I think so. Um, <clears throat> October has uh, traditionally been stab awareness month, so why not really launch us back into life with a full-on stab awareness month in October? I've said it, so now I have to follow through. <laughs> uh, you hold me to it, guys. Um, but thank you, thank you, Derek. Always happy to have you, Nick. Panico, thank you, 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 you wonderful so and so with your, with your fantastic reoccurring shower curtain.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. uh, it's actually the curtain to my balcony. But uh. <laughs> well,
2: I I thought I had a fifty fifty shot. It was either, yeah, it was either a nice uh, uh tall blackout curtains, or a shower curtain. So
1: I mean, it is also a shower curtain because that's where I bathe. So. Oh, well, sure. It kind of doubles <laughs> up. <Yeah. laughs>
2: you can't use that rainwater. That belongs to the government. <laughs> All right. Uh, see? Alex Jones. Here we go. Uh- <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's my audition tape, guys. Jesse Jones, uh, Alex Jones. It's yeah, not that far they, they wouldn't have to even change half of the sign uh <laughs> Nick uh so yes. so I don't know uh it seems like from um, based on a couple of my other Los angelino uh friends that things seem to be happening down there is that the case
1: I have no idea okay good i I was barely still involved with life before this pandemic hit mm-hmm. and now <laughs> I have... I have no concept of the world outside. Like uh, I, maybe, uh, sure, man. yeah. I'm gonna say maybe.
2: <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you are just living the life. As far as I'm concerned, oh, yeah. I just, oh. <clears throat> I was. I've, I've
1: I've got a lot of super glue on my fingers because that's <laughs> what I was doing uh, before this. I was I was super gluing broken uh, Halloween decorations uh, in the house. Okay.
2: I, I, I thought it might have been models um, I didn't know if you were a model guy
1: I no, no. I mean I, I, I want to be but um, no yeah
2: I can never get into it either
1: yeah, it's a lot of work
2: it's a lot of work <laughs> uh, well yeah no I was oh I was so I was perfectly content when we were all locked down and then it was the thought of going back into the world that... Uh, that really destroyed my mental well-being. Uh,
3: <laughs> so wait, are we all agoraphobes now? Like, is, are we all in agreement with that? I cause...
2: was, I was, perp- I, my, yeah. my heightened, uh, crippling social anxiety. Uh, I was always, uh, oh, not, okay, yeah. not wanting yeah. to be out in the world. Um,
0: so. I just wanted to get some reading and video games uh, done in the pandemic <laughs> time. But I'm too stressed out to really want to sit down and get lost in another world. So I haven't even achieved the fun stuff I wanted (laughs) to do. So I can handle a year or two more. Well, everybody
2: strap in for fall 2021, (laughs) winter 2022. (laughs) Oh, God. Let's do it alone this time, I guess. All right, let's start this. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Segment one. (laughs) It's reorganization. I'm sorry, guys. I'm still working through some stuff. (laughs) Segment one, reorganization. I have links bookmarked, all nice and easy to access, to my favorite random acronym-generating sites. Sometimes, I'm not at the computer I always write prompts at. Sometimes, I don't save all of my bookmarks to all of my Google profiles. And sometimes I spend almost a half hour trying to search those acronym sites uh, and end up frustrated and really hard. I couldn't. How many acronym? I searched on Google for like a half hour. I couldn't find the sites that I usually. <clears throat> so. <laughs> that whole half hour, just harshing my, my new uh, Zen state of mind, which I'm not projecting tonight. Um, but then what happens? <clears throat> then I have to realize... Uh, let's see, hold on, get back to my script. Uh, <laughs> then what happens? <laughs> I just have to think of one on my own that relates to my situation, which is why this week's acronym is FFS, or for fuck's sake. Now, <clears throat> I don't get angry like that anymore. So how about we quickly move away from that definition of FFS? And you all tell me who or what else FFS might stand for or represent to you. Brett, let's hear your FFS.
3: All right, this is going to be a bit... uh, Jesse, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Uh Uh, I almost didn't do tonight's show.
2: Oh.
3: Yeah. Seriously. like If 2020 and 2021 have taught me anything thus far, it's that it's a time people start... Drawing the line in the sand Mm -hmm. and saying, do not pass. Enough is enough. And Jesse? Mm -hmm. Jesse, I've had enough. That's fair. (laughs) I will not, in good conscience, reorganize the initials FFS. No. No. Why? Because there is nothing so perfectly American as the phrase, for fuck's (laughs) sake. No. Go ahead, ask yourselves why. Because day after day, we hear people all over the country, all over the world, really, working so hard to make ends meet, and they are still running out of fucks to give. Then we have the audacity to go around proclaiming people can't do something for the very sake of fucks. It's so American to claim that we care about something so much as a fuck. We think it's so divine. A miracle, really. And then we throw this precious fucking thing in front of anything we don't like or can't stand. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? (laughs) But on the other side, it's so perfectly American because it fits everyone and anyone. Mm -hmm. We don't know it's race, gender, sex, religion, or orientation. Hell, we don't give a fuck. We just know it's a fuck. But we do give a fuck about our fucks. So no, Jesse, I will not reorganize FFS. nor should you. When things are going these days, we can't deprive future generations of for fuck's sake.
2: All right. Uh, or did
3: you mean sake? Did you mean sake by any chance? Uh no?
0: No. Shit. No. <laughs>
2: oh, I've wanted to I wanted to get into sake just because I'm pretentious. Um <laughs> uh, well, it's I mean it's it's always nice to get a first on the show. Um <laughs> I don't even know that I tried to pull off just not doing it. Uh, <laughs> I did this like 200 times. How did I not think of doing that? <laughs> well, it's true. Um, all fucks are sacred. Until you've got none more to give. And right. And then, then what? We say we care about the fucks. No.
3: And we're just, you know, throwing them in front of a virus with no masks on. <laughs> oh, what?
2: no. Well, oh. um, I do want to uh, definitely give uh, Sarah some credit uh, unless unless it's gonna step on anybody else I may I should maybe save it uh, Sarah's FFS in the in the chat the Fast and Furious saga obviously uh, clear um, all right oh now you've got too many you got too many you gotta read <laughs> you gotta reel it in uh, Derek um, yes, I don't even remember what prompt you got. That the the single prompt that you got on the one uh, show that you joined us. So all of this will probably be new. Uh, Derek, let's hear who or what FFS now stands for or represents
0: to you. FFS, FFS <laughs> now stands for. It now means your fully fungible fantastic stories okay now people are worried about these non fungibles you want your non-fungible art okay well while everybody's out there hunting for the non-fungible art okay we have collected we have collected some fully fungible fantastic stories there's a lot of writers out there there's all those hollywood peoples trying to tell their stories okay we have collected the oldest hackiest most familiar stories these are fully repeatable stories these are the stories you have seen over and over again these are fungible repeatable stealable stories and we have organized all of these fully fungible stories Mm -hmm. first f is silent for you Mm -hmm. for you the people uh do you have you heard the story about the little albino who was scared of their neighbors and so their neighbors wanted to sacrifice them? Well, I have too. We have that fully fungible story ready for you to make your own story out of. Uh, check us out at uh, Fully Fungible uh, Stories. .com. Thank you. Thank you. Fully fungible fantastic yeah, stories fungible because fantastic. we have all sorts of dragons and robots, too. All those ones you've heard, we got them. Nice. Thank you.
2: All right. So uh, so Derek is is trying to offer you public domain stories. That's that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, and if you're keeping drag at home, we're 0 for 2. On anybody, do, <laughs> on anybody doing an FFS, <laughs> fully fungible fantastic stories, Derek. He That's, said the first F was silent. Yeah, well, he still Derek said it. said the first F still, was silent. I heard it, so it wasn't very silent. So technically, <laughs> technically, over two. Let's see. I think. I think uh, Nick Pettigrew is a rule follower. So (laughs) So let's
1: hear, Nick, your Uh, FFS. FFS stands for Frank's Frank's Steamer. (laughs) Frank steams Franks in France. Mm -hmm. Franco Franks are frankly fantastic, and fans of Franks, French Franks, fiend for their flirtatious flavors. Frank's father, Franz, founded Frank's Franks from family Frank formulations. Frank's steamed Franks foment ferociously fruity fragrances that flit fancifully in the air. Found firstly at French fairs, Frank's Franks are fundamentally fun for fatties. Other Franks are feeble and offend when faced with Frank's Frankfurters. Finally, find flabbergasting farmhouse Franks from Frank of Franz for for food fantasies that foreshadow a fatal finale. I was up at 3 in the morning (laughs) writing that because I didn't know what else to do.
3: You at least did the prompt.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: I mean, you win. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So, uh, yeah, having done this for eight and a half years, uh, recognizing uh, the mechanics and the gymnastics involved (laughs) – in pulling one of those off oh it 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 warms places that I thought were cold and dead uh <laughs> so good oh Nick so good oh I want to write for this show again I don't think I'd be good anymore <laughs> I don't know I don't think I would maybe I'll get some guest yeah. hosts in here we'll see uh, <laughs> so good Nick uh thank you so much that was that was ff F f F and throw an s in there That was reorganization. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Uh, Segment two. Oh, we're only getting started. Oh, it's pickup lines. Being single is a desperate, fast-paced rocket ride to dying alone. (laughs) That's why the art of the pickup line is so important. It lets your prospective mate know that you can speak, and marginally cleverly. And for those starting down lonely oblivion, sometimes that's enough. Staring. Down, Gosh darn it, I should read these uh, more than just when I write them two days ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and for those staring down Lonely Oblivion, sometimes that's enough. Because I might re-edit this later. So, in Pickup Lines, <laughs> you're asked to craft three of your best pickup lines to or from the following. To let the stranger know that you mean groin business. That stranger. I'm going to fuck up every sentence? Damn it! <laughs> all right. <here> we go. <laughs> in the That's all right. goes, man. That's all right. I, I forgive I forgive me, and we're moving on. See? You take the angry <laughs> thing, you, you look at it, and you say no, and you let it go. That's how I'm improving. Okay. Brett, <clears throat> let's hear your first of three pickup lines. Two are from a milk carton left in the fridge with barely a swig left in it.
3: Pour me over your Cheerios. I'm not much, but I can get them moist and keep them hard.
2: Uh, okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Derek.
2: Yeah. Those were, those were words that you just said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> damn it. Uh, Derek, let's hear your first of three or from Nachos <laughs> Ordered for the Whole Table.
0: Oh! Oh, hi! I see you're using uh, ASL. You sign. <laughs> I uh, just saw those chips there, and oh, look! My fingers kind of look like a chip, but this chip sign—you know—that little sign of the chip—that's a person. We <laughs> got two people here. That's me and you. We're two people. We're two. Crunchy chip people, okay? And these two crunchy chip people, we can make a table. Okay? We turn ourselves upside down and we're a table now. You and me. Uh And us table people, well, just saying, you and me, let's put our people together.
2: Oh, I don't know if that's against that's against Twitch TOS.
0: (laughs) Oh no. Should I, should I have covered that up?
2: Should I have covered that oh, nobody report that. Uh, <laughs> wow. I clearly not that I thought I did, but I clearly don't know how to how to do any sort of picking up. I've zero zero game as Derek is showing me. I gotta get reacquainted. <laughs> I gotta understand converse the art of conversation. Nick Let's hear your first pickup line. Tour from
1: Insurance Fraud. <laughs> oh, girl, you're so hot, I would pour you all over my lap, horrifically scarring my genitals, then sue you because you didn't adequately label yourself, baby. <laughs> People will use it as a prime example of a frivolous lawsuit, but they haven't seen my melted, mangled manhood. Mm.
2: Get that MMM.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, god. Doing these makes me so uncomfortable. Yep. Like trying to deliver them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um. Yeah. There was a time when when the show was a little saucier. There was erotic poems and every damn thing. This is about as uh, about as risque as we get anymore. as the date the, uh, <laughs> uh, the pickup lines? So. We'll just you, you got two more. You'll get through it. It'll be fine. Um, A bearded dude's getting pregnant tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I know it doesn't matter to anybody out there. It probably doesn't matter to you guys. Um, after the half hour that I spent trying to come up with an acronym, the rest of this show just, it was the fastest I've ever written prompts. <laughs> I don't know if it shows. I don't know if it shows for better or for worse. I don't know but I think it's working. We'll see what the rest of I don't remember what the rest of the show is. I don't. I have no idea what the other nine prompts are. So you and I, we're going to find out together. Brett, well, let's hear pickup line number two. Two or from a milk carton left in the fridge with Barry this week. left in week.
3: I'll do your body good mm-hmm. for providing you with essential vitamins and staving off osteoporosis.
2: <laughs> it's very practical. I mean, some people... I'm a caring lover, Yeah, is what I'm trying to say. Some people want to know they've got security in their future. Uh, somebody that's going to be there for them. Uh, Derek, pickup line number two, to or from nachos. Ordered for the whole table. This requires a walk-in.
0: Every chip you take. Every salsa you ate. Every tortilla you break. Every onion you take, I'll be not showing you.
2: (laughs) Sure. 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 (laughs) Somehow, still not as creepy as the original. Uh, (laughs) Somehow. Somehow. I still can't broach it. Uh... Nick, let's hear pickup line number two. Uh, Tour from insurance
1: mm, yeah. fraud. All right. Oh, girl, you're so hot, you're making me melt into a puddle in this supermarket. I hope I don't slip and fall on this unmarked puddle, <laughs> injuring my back and suing for everything you're worth.
2: <laughs> yeah, that would be terrible. That'd be terrible. <laughs> that'd, that'd be terrible if that happened. <laughs> <Girl>. all right. <laughs> Oh, Okay, let's wrap up pickup lines then, shall we? So that we can all stop being uncomfortable. Brett, pickup line three two are from a milk carton left in the fridge with barely a swig left in it. Look, I'm about to curdle and get thrown out. Can we just fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've all gotten to that point, haven't we? Just... Too long, starting to curdle. <laughs> it, it, it's turning. This, uh, It's
3: it's not... that oh that is a haunting visual. I'm just... <laughs> too long, ready to curdle.
2: Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, and you're welcome, uh, the predominantly uh, female audience in the chat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> enjoy, enjoy the thought of curdled semen. Uh, Derek... <laughs> Eric,
0: let's hear. A nachos, right? Nachos. Yes, nachos. If you think about it. Just look at it. Break it down. A nacho is like a puzzle piece. Okay. Sure. It's like a puzzle piece. A nacho is a triangle. A nacho is a bunch of chopped up triangles. Yeah. Okay. You took those chefs, those genius chefs, took a bunch of circle foods. Okay. <laughs> took your circles mm-hmm. and made them triangles. No. Yeah. For us to. <laughs> eat. Sink our teeth into. Uh So what I'm trying to say to you, what I'm trying to say to you, what I'm trying to say over these nachos, okay? You and me, what if we take our separate triangle pieces? (laughs) We make them whole.
2: (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah. Let's 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 put right what was split asunder. (laughs) Let's
3: Reassemble these pieces. That might be the most romantic thing I've heard. <laughs>
0: That's yeah. Not
1: gonna lie. <laughs>
3: kind of wish that was in my wedding vows. Yeah. Derek, you've got a side gig
0: now. Oh,
3: yeah. Uh, I got a job.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was very romantic. Uh, Nick, uh, this I don't think will be. Let's hear, let's hear that 3rd pickup line to or from insurance fraud.
1: Okay. Oh, girl, you're so hot, I'd like to take you back to my place. I own my own home, and the value of the property is worth less than the insurance policy value. So you'd burn the place down with your hotness, and I'd collect the insurance money and take you out to a nice steak dinner.
2: <laughs> it's really, it's really nice. Really nice. I understand there's steak nachos too, though. So <laughs> if you really want to up that game. Oh thank you guys. Uh <laughs> sorry, I want to see. Oh yeah. <clears throat> yes, Gecko, I'm sorry. That was the appropriate response. Uh <laughs> yep, everybody about the milk going bad. Yep, yep, yep. Sorry. <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. okay. Sorry. Just catching up. I want to make sure that you guys know that I love you, and I see you, and I love seeing you. Segment three, it's recipes. Oh, always fun. I can't remember uh, how many of you have done it. I'm not going to keep going over that. I'm the history buff here for this show that nobody... uh, Segment three, you're not just you. I mean, you are you, but not just you. Let me start over. You are a collection of things which have come together to make you, for better or worse. And while we already understand that snips and snails and puppy dog tails are what little boys are made of, and sugar and spice and everything nice are what little girls are made of in recipes, it's your task to give us the recipe for what makes up these other various stuffs and things. Um, these seem pretty, pretty straightforward now that I'm revisiting them. Brett! Uh, let's hear your recipe for a rush hour traffic jam.
3: All right. So you puree one part tired buddy comedy tropes. Set that aside. Dice two parts cop procedural at a heaping handful of racist 90s jokes. Set that aside. Saute neck breaking martial arts. Let the pan cool. Combine all ingredients in a large pot and season to taste with Chris Tucker. Now, let your rush hour traffic jam come to a boil, mm-hmm. then pour into three mason jars, and let sit on a blockbuster video shelf for two to six weeks. Here's nicely with a plate of Shanghai noodles. I really had to look up the Jackie Chan Uvra for this thing, and I'm <laughs> I'm kind of pissed, Jesse, I'm not going to lie, and I almost watched all three rush hour movies. Oh, but I've, apparently there's a fourth one coming out, and fans are bearing arms over the possibility of it not happening. It's, hmm. thank you for waking up this toxic fandom for
2: me. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> I mean, I would hate to have uh, inflicted Shanghai Nights on anyone, but uh, I'm glad, glad you dodged that, that bullet. Uh, Derek, Thanks. welcome back. And that is still my worry of, of audio leakage, but we'll we'll make it work. Uh, recipe, Derek. Let's hear
0: your recipe for chill times. The recipe for chill times, Jesse, is something uh-huh. so easy. If you want to make a chill time, all you have to do is follow Newtonian law of chilling. <laughs> New. Created a law of chilling. The Newtonian law of chilling is easy to follow. Okay. First, the temperature at time. Okay? The temp at time is equal to the ambient temp of the surroundings. Then add that to the temperature of the hot object. Multiply that by positive uh time by more time <laughs> uh-huh. at the cool temperature and you have a solid law and recipe for chill uh, we can predict the future it's true we all can predict the future of chill and for that all you need to use is that law of chill we know what the future holds and in the future it's ice cool baby because. <laughs> we use that log chip.
2: <laughs> all right. All right. I didn't know <clears throat> I didn't know chill was a was a non-newtonian state of of just All right. It's thank you, Derek. That was chill AF. Uh Nick, let's hear your recipe for uh <clears throat> Nick Pettigrew, let's hear your recipe for resentment.
1: Okay. Um, This is actually an old family recipe, so it's the Pettigrew Family Resentment Casserole. Um, (laughs) If you want to make a casserole, you've got to break a few eggs. Mm. But make sure to take careful notice of how many more eggs your parents gave your brother and not you. (laughs) Watch as your brother squanders countless eggs as you delicately crack every single egg, painfully aware that you don't have enough for this recipe. (laughs) Go out and spend your own money on eggs so that you have enough. Note that your brother needs more eggs because he wanted to blow all of his eggs on miniature figurines, and then his parents (laughs) just gave him fucking more eggs. Mix all of the other ingredients by hand, feeling the burn in your forearms. (laughs) Meanwhile, your brother flips a switch on his KitchenAid mixer purchased by your goddamn parents. You know the mixer, the one that you asked your parents for a year ago, but they said no. Let the casserole bake for about six years until you and your brother have children. Experience multiple guilt trips that you haven't even tried to visit them, except when they... ah, Okay. Yep. I got I got too worked up. Yep. Experience multiple guilt trips that you haven't brought your child or casserole to visit your parents, <laughs> even though they've never even tried to visit, except when they come down to Disneyland, which I'm sorry isn't even to fucking see us. You guys just want to go to Disneyland, <laughs> alright? Serve extremely cold at the next family Christmas when your mom makes a comment on how you're spoiling your son. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh,
2: completely uh, made-up scenario.
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just prefer it to uh, all the resentment that I've been uh, thinking about <laughs> recently. <laughs> so that's, that's a fresh, mm, that's a fresh pasta. Uh... <laughs> Uh, so good, so good, so good, so bad. So I'm sorry. So, uh, so, so life. So, so good. Uh, two more segments, guys. Uh, for those of you that got here halfway through the show, that's all right. You've still, you, you, you still got two more segments. Oh, and they're gonna be humdingers of, of a dandy of a doozy. Segment four. It's review it, <clears throat> man. There's a lot of stuff out there, and without the help of those what come before you, you're just throwing your dollars blindly at infinity, hoping for the best. But in Review It, (laughs) you're here to guide those what come after you by giving us a review of a thing in the style of a specific outlet. Guide the future with the vision of your past! (sighs) That was pretty clever for me being drunk in the afternoon. Brett! (laughs) (laughs) Brett uh, let's hear your Yelp review of toxic fandom
3: yeah honestly I didn't have a problem (laughs) here but my wife did for some reason first some neckbeards overheard us talking about Star Trek after a steady flow of well actually for 30 seconds I heard them my, heard them grilling my wife about how warp drive really works. We got out of fast and made our way to a cosplay parade. Man, that was rough. First there were the catcallers. Then the body shamers. And finally the unabashed racists. We checked out a uh, club Inceleb in In Inceleb, I don't know. We left after these dudes got pissed. My wife didn't like them groping her didn't get it but the bar and restaurant had some amazing brews and ice craft cocktails three out of five stars
2: (laughs) oh nobody can just enjoy anything anymore (laughs) (laughs) and nobody can let somebody just enjoy I'm, i'm working on uh just life's too short let somebody enjoy something that you think stupid. Why would you bother? Uh, (laughs) It brings them joy. Uh, Yeah, I've always said, but I think I've said it more derisively in the past. Uh, (laughs) Think of the thing that you hate more than anything else in the world. That is somebody's favorite thing in the world. So, it's just... Let everybody have their thing, guys. I'm trying to get... (sighs) Let's hear it, Derek. Uh, let's hear your review. Uh, did you have a question?
0: Oh, no. I was, oh, okay. I was winding up. That was okay, me uh, trying to get into it. Just into.
2: winding up. All right. You get, you get a running start on these things, and I appreciate that. So <laughs> let's hear your, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's hear your car and driver review of Lime Scooters.
0: Stop fantasizing. <laughs> the truth is out there. The truth is where the truth is here. That is, Lime Scooters are the singular only possible way in this galaxy to enjoy the upgraded gyroscope balanced suspension of standing while driving. (laughs) How a nice stand and a drive and wave at all those sitting assholes (laughs) star stars for the after sure but you you can wave at them while you know you're experiencing the true pleasure of wind in your hair at a jailbreak personally modified top speed of 30 miles an hour shut up and ride
2: Oh man. Do they actually get up to thirty? That sounds fucking terrifying. <laughs> I think if you if you if
0: you play with it, if you play with it.
2: I mean you did say you did say it was jailbroken. So all right. That's fair. <sighs> they just all sound I don't know. Uh, <laughs> catch up with you guys. We appreciate uh all everybody playing uh <laughs> playing along in the chat. Uh, that's a a fun extra feature of getting to play along with the show Uh, Nick let's wrap up segment four already right real quick Uh, yes (laughs) I tried I tried to do um, (laughs) I tried to be uh, be coy about it uh, a couple of shows ago where I had somebody uh, like reviewing um, just customer service hold music composer I think it was a Wedding vows to customer service hold music composer. Uh, And I didn't quite get where I wanted to go. So, Nick, you're (laughs) you're getting the very specific. Let's hear your Rolling Stone review of the EDD hold music.
1: What power can music hold in the minds of men? Well, as the prisoners of Guantanamo Bay can tell you, Some music can fracture your mind into shards of glass that you will use to rip your veins from your wrists to escape the oral torture. There is no music more terrifying than the EDD Hold music. At first, it appears harmless, just a simple 20-second music sting. But like a brown recluse spider, you'll quickly realize that something so small can pack a devastating power. Part of the horror lies in the gentle fade-out of the music. (laughs) each time filling you with the faintest hope that the next sound you hear will be a person, anyone to talk to. And then that damn guitar chord strikes and your hopes are dashed on the rocks like an unfit Spartan baby. Yet around the three-hour mark, an odd thing happens. You begin to enjoy it. Like a victim forming a bond with their captor, you begin to tap your foot in rhythm on the floor, make up lyrics to the music that are... All about suicide like in early metals like in early 2000s new metal band. this is the highlight of the experience. at six hours all sense of emotion is destroyed there is only the sound pounding against your ears each note a lifetime of anguish flashed before your eyes. there is only sound and the sound is all even now, Days after having hung up, I can still hear the sound. It haunts me. It taints every moment of my day, and I can feel my mind slipping into a hypnotic trance. Destroy the noise. Love the noise. There is only the noise. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: and yeah I, I share the sentiment uh, <laughs> uh in the chat <laughs> Un- unfit spartan baby <laughs> <laughs> oh such a such a uh, for those of you that have been gainfully employed uh your entire lives uh congratulations <sighs> this is the most hateful sound <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I thought about playing it for you, but you know what you don't if if you've never had to hear it You should never have to hear it Uh, Look it up. It's on YouTube Everything is Uh, that brings us to segment five. I know finally. I know I know it's new fall lineup Haven't slipped into this in a bit. Uh, It's time to hunker down for another nice cozy fall lockdown. Remember how I said earlier? It's in the script too. You know, probably, probably fall lockdown. So we're gonna need more TV to keep us from losing our minds. Well, in new fall lineup, we'd like to hear your rundown of the following new bingeable TV series based on these randomly generated titles skimmed from the many wonderful random title generators at seventhsanctum.com. Maybe I should write the anagram generators into the script because then I would be able to find them. But uh, I remember Seventh Sanctum. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> Brett Stoltz. let's hear your rundown for this new made-up fall TV series, The Next Top Parent. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Something pitting
3: moms against NASCAR dads, if that's still a thing. Mm-hmm. We take the worst top-rated comment from each participant each week. Mm. Count the number of likes. <laughs> the one with the most gets eliminated. And we mean eliminated. <laughs> oh. Brutal executions. Put that on the dark web. we make more money there
2: anyways. <laughs> Alright. Uh, did I catch you on a bad week, Brett? Or- <laughs> <laughs>
3: The world is on fire. <clears throat> uh, yeah. No, I get the it. idiots are calling the show. Yes, no, we're yeah. good. We're good.
2: We're yeah, good. no, no. Believe me, I know better than most. It's not been a great time. Uh, <laughs> Brett, hey there. Before we let you go to just weep openly, um, <laughs> where can folk find and enjoy Brett Stoltz outside of this particular episode of the STAB program? <laughs> Uh, if you want to hear my
3: uh, rants on pop culture, I'm the Pop on uh, the old TikTok. Yeah. Nobody loves, you know, a mid thirty something on TikTok more than you know, the world. So <laughs> sure. especially a white
2: heterosexual cis dude. Yeah. No, this is this is the time for our voice. Really, uh- it is. It's. <laughs> I'm just gonna go uh. cry in a corner now. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Apparently, I just needed company. Hi, I'm I'm misery. Uh, Derek, (laughs) let's hear... Oh, no. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Derek, let's hear uh, your rundown for the new fall TV series, The Police of the Future.
0: It's the year 2020. America is on fire. Protests over police brutality are brutally and harshly beaten down. Quelled. But in that same world, white supremacist groups try to take over America. Attempting to overthrow the government, the police uh, uh, just sat back. And the police refused to fight against the white supremacists that they had just recently, all the force they used on the protesters, Mm. they refused to use on the white supremacists. The people shouted and cried for change. (laughs) Responding to the people's cries, America turned to the only trustworthy public service group. Firefighters. Yes, that's right, everyone. Uh, You remember all of your favorite characters from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, all your favorite police, and all of your favorite jail ladies from Orange is the New Black (laughs) are now crossing over to become the police of the future. Yes, the police of the future. They're all Firefighters, and they're all gonna work together to stomp and chop and only aim the fire hoses at fires here on the police of the future. <laughs> wee-oo, 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 wee-oo. The trucks, wee-oo. the lights, wee-oo. the outfits, they're all orange. <laughs> yes, the police of the future looking orange and fabulous. <laughs> police of the future this year on Fox.
2: <laughs> there it is. We made it. We made it through. Uh, <clears throat> I I know, I'm not even gonna not gonna say I assume or or I, or I guess. I know um, at some point during the course of its run, uh, an an older uh, parent was uh, suggesting uh, a a new Netflix show to um to one of their kids, um, and said you should watch the uh the Prison Ladies. It's uh <laughs> it's a really good show. Uh, they're all ladies and they're in prison, and it's it's provocative. It's evocative. It's um. <laughs> <laughs> prison ladies, I don't know, just just scroll. When you see ladies that look like they're in prison, that's the one that you should check out. <clears throat> Derek, thank you. Thank you for joining us on your, full, your first full official episode. Uh, Derek, you're all over the place, but how about you narrow that down and let people know where they can enjoy Derek Dozier uh, out in the world.
0: You can find me... Um at D-X-D-O-Z-I-E-R on Instagrams and Twitter,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I am slowly going back out into the world. If you want to see me perform somewhere, shoot me a message and let's arrange <laughs> <a> <laughs> it.
2: There you go. <laughs> you can book them yourself. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you, Derek. Uh, Nick, before we get to your final piece of the evening... Uh, how can folk uh, enjoy uh, the Nick Pettigrews out in wherever they exist?
1: Um, well, actually, I wanted to take this moment to plug my niece's podcast, Ooh. Irish Twins. They have a new <laughs> podcast. It's very delightful. And uh, <laughs> I nice. want my nieces to go forth into the world and be crushed by everyone else. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Irish twins, check it out. The yep.
2: nieces. Great. I, well, yeah.
1: Well, Various. I mean,
2: yeah. All right. Yeah. Just, just that. Just Irish twins. That's all you want to get out there.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the
2: important thing. It's very generous of you. It's very generous of you. Uh, double digits of people will, uh, will potentially. Enjoy that, and that will. Yes, they already have more subscribers than us. All right, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nick Pettigrew, Let's close out this wonderful, uh, let's let's say wonderful episode <laughs> uh, of the Stab Show with uh, your rundown of the new fall television series, American Coal
1: Person. Coming this fall to TLC, meet Dennis Coleman, a red-blooded American man whose body is composed entirely of coal. Follow him through his daily struggles and successes as he tries to achieve his dream of becoming a barbecue pitmaster and not the barbecue pit. Watch him, right- Watch him grapple with his right-wing politics and desire to not be burned for fuel. This season is a is full of tense episodes like when Dennis attends an anti-abortion candlelight vigil, a mask burning, and any other scenario the producers could think of where we could get him close to fire. <laughs> Dennis wants what everyone wants. A family, a job, and to not be horrifically burned to death. So, tune in to watch a guy who's honestly kind of a bigot get lit on fire.
2: <laughs> and don't don't we all at the end of the day (laughs) just not want to burn to death Mm -hmm. (laughs) really that's and that was STAB! thanks for joining us again tonight and of course a special thanks to tonight's incredible panel Brett Skultz, Derek Dozier, and Nick Pettigrew now if you like what you just heard odds seem pretty good that you'll be interested in some of the other 282 episodes you'll eventually find on the podcast outlet of your choice, be it Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or the Good Pods app. Or if you'd rather be here live as these episodes are happening, well, then all you have to do is tune into Stab Comedy Computer TV Thursdays at 8 p.m. And we'll leave the light on for you. But that's all the time we've got for you tonight, folk. I have been your host, Jesse Jones, reminding you that when all said and done, make sure you can say that you tried. Good night.